Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard Hello. who loved writing stories. Oh, this is brilliant. Young Howard wrote many stories and scripts. Mr. Quackers was on his magic toilet. But then one day, he grew up and discovered alcohol and laziness. So he put his writing in the attic and forgot about it. Twenty years later, Howard found his old stories and persuaded his lifelong friend Rufus to read them. Join Rufus and Howard as they embark on a mission to read everything he wrote from the age of five until now in The Worst Writer in the World. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to write every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Wubba dubba do, wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Welcome to the worst writer in the world. Today we're starting a brand new, longer story. It's a movie script written by Howard. How long ago? Oh my gosh, more than 20 years ago. More than 20 years ago. And what's it called, Howard? It's called Rapunzel. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you yeah, telling me that you that's t- an original title, yeah. You're telling me that you wrote Rapunzel? Yes. <laughs> Didn't the Brothers Grimm write that before you? Didn't they sneak in a few hundred years before you? They wrote something very dissimilar to this. <laughs> very different. Yeah. Because you, you went, I'll make a film of Rapunzel. Puzzle, but I'll leave out most of the main story elements and characters. <laughs> well, if you've ever looked at the story of Rapunzel as well, yeah. you'll see that it's quite short. It is quite short, yeah. And you, want, you need a bit more material for a movie, so... So yeah. you added a lot of stuff. Yeah. So what you're telling us is that your version of Rapunzel is going to be quite surprisingly different. And better. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, it's going to be better. Okay. Well, that's why we call this show The Worst. Right, yeah. Worst. I'm meaning to talk to you about that, actually, <laughs> yeah. but we'll, say, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later, yeah, yeah okay. Alright, so today we're going to hear the beginning and what is going to happen at the beginning of this story, Howard? Okay, so there's this old lady called Lady Valen and she's dying and she's locked away in a gigantic mansion and she's got this amazing story that she's keeping to herself a story that's too terrible to tell. She's got an amazing story that she's yes. keeping to herself. Yes. I bet the Grimm brothers want to hear that, they don't want, they? They want to I get it they, out of her. They want to get it out of her and write it in their book, don't they? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Well, but I mean, they can't just walk in. They can't just walk into some old lady's house and say, <laughs> would you tell me your story, Lady Valen? Mm-hmm. So how are they going to do it? Uh, well, they're disguising themselves as priests. They're disguising themselves as priests. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And she's going to confess. She's and gonna they're going to write it all down. <laughs> And then they're going to publish it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. Yeah, I mean, you know, this, this poor dying old lady mm. is going to give her final confession to some priests and they're going to publish it <laughs> forever yeah. as well. And 400 years, some twit's going to turn it into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe she's a poor old lady or maybe we'll get to judge her and discover she's not so nice after oh, all. I think she's a bad old lady. She might be a bit evil, who uh, can say? <laughs> But anyway, she lives in the middle of nowhere, so they're going to spend the night at an inn. They're going to go to an inn, and are they going to meet anyone at that inn? They are. They're going to meet Mrs. Mrs. Fox. Fox. Okay, so there's going to be three characters in this uh, first section. There's going to be Jacob Grimm, the elder brother. There's going to be William Grimm, the younger brother. And there's going to be Mrs. Fox. Oh, so you're priests, are you? Well, I've got a story for you. I killed three dogs this morning. (laughs) But don't tell anyone, will you? 
you. Oh, no, I won't tell you about that down, would you, William? <laughs> we'll publish that. The next, we'll call it the story of Mrs. Fox and the three dogs. <laughs> All right. OK, don't, don't tell anyone. So, Howard, shall we start? Yes, please. All right, so titles, close-up on wheel. Right. Doesn't say what kind of wheel. Bicycle no. wheel, car wheel, Ferris, Ferris wheel. wheel, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But actually, no, this is a, this is a character. It's a character <laughs> called Fred Wheel. Close-up on Fred Wheel. <laughs> yeah, who is driving a truck. Mm. The wheel belongs to an ancient carriage, which is moving steadily through mud and rain. Mm-hmm. Title music, reminiscent of Psycho. Ha! In its relent... No, no, in its... Relentless. And it's relentless. <laughs> relentless travelling feel. <laughs> yeah, sense. I mean, it's, it's, what a re- it's relentless travelling feel. What's no, wrong no. with that? It, it's reminiscent, rem- title rem- music. Reminiscent of Psycho. And it's reminiscent relen- of Psycho in its relentless travelling feel. <laughs> All right, that's what the sentence says. I mean, to fair play to you again, you have, you. I mean, concise, yeah. you have crammed a lot of information into that quite short sentence. <laughs> and you've gone... I don't need relative clauses or, you know, I don't need to put it in another sentence. I'm just going to just cram a bunch of words together and hope it makes sense. Well, I mean, like, you know, you can't have relative clauses in Psycho, can you? Because it's just you dressed up in a wig. I mean, there's spoilers there, but I mean, <laughs> that clause, that's not, that's not your that's mum not at all. That's not a relative clause, that's a you clause. It's you in a wig. It's you in a wig clause. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you found me out. Uh, yeah, so title music reminiscent of Psycho and it's relentless. And relentless is, is, is spelled R E L E N T L E N C E. You don't need to tell me how to spell relentless. Because it's not relentless, it's relentless with E N C E on the end. Yeah, it's relentless. And how to spell relentless? I invented the word. Okay, I'll agree. That is therefore true. All right. So if anyone knows what relentless means, please write in and tell us. All right. Interweaved within this orchestrated music. All right, now all music's orchestrated, isn't it? <laughs> no. Because I mean, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it's not orchestral music. It's orchestrated. <laughs> otherwise, it's just play whatever you want, whenever you want. Don't worry about it. We've got four instruments. You're on guitar. You're on bass. You're on drums. Just go for it. I don't yeah. mind. No, you can you, you give us any clues about what we should play. <laughs> just make sure it's relentless. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Just make sure it's relentless and it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us a few more words? Yeah, all right. Relentless travelling feel. Is that helpful? <laughs> Yeah, all right. I'm just going to hit this drum, all right? Is that okay? Yeah. Just make it like Psycho. <laughs> is that what that means? It doesn't mean that, does it? I think no, it means because the, that's not music. It's is not it? the music. I think the music to Psycho is um, the music. Psycho is. So it has a kind of rolling, unstoppable feel. Yeah. Well, obviously, it sounds better than that. And that's the un- unorchestrated well, version that, yeah, of Psycho exactly. music. That was you on your own with no orchestra yeah. behind you. Okay. Just so that's what I mean. Whatever they want. So what I mean by orchestrated version is like not just me going. The music is not just me going Although at the moment obviously it is. And when I pitch this script to you, it will be. But don't think that's what I want. Don't record me and put me over the title sequence going. Yeah. And we also interweave within this orchestrated music. We hear Rapunzel's song sung over and over. Now that no no. 
Go on, you do the music. Go on. That's pretty good. All right, so I'm just going to change it again. Start to a movie. The music is just Rufus and Howard making it up as they go. But that, I mean, that sounds like either Rapunzel's song is a song, but there's nothing here, or it does just literally mean the words Rapunzel's song sung over and over, like I was doing. I think that she's like famously like up in a tower singing. I think it's the thing about Rapunzel, and that's how the prince finds her because she's up there going Rapunzel's song. Rapunzel's song yeah. and, and you're, the, there, you're there going no 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 and then the prince comes along he looks at her and goes like yeah I'll maybe pass on that actually skip it she seems fine yeah okay so what have we seen so far basically we've seen a wheel uh-huh. and nothing else nothing else right? but mm-hmm. the wheel belongs to a carriage question Who's in the carriage? Who's in the carriage? Good question. Well, let's find out, shall we? Yes. All right, next scene. Exterior. So we're outside. Mm -hmm. On the road to Mother Holler. Is that a place? It is the name of a brother's grim story. And and so I named the place Mother Holler. Okay, so we're on the road to Mother Holler. Night... 1625. So it's got to be winter because otherwise it wouldn't be night at 25 past four. Uh, (laughs) Very good, Trevor. Yes, thank you. It's my first day as tell rubbish old jokes man. (laughs) I'm quite looking forward to telling rubbish old jokes. Um, No, it's the year 1625. Okay, so let's see what my knowledge of 1625 is like, shall we? A godforsaken knight. Fred gets out his mobile phone. Hold on a second. <laughs> Something's wrong here. And takes his Tesco package sandwich out. <laughs> he has a nibble and then gets back in his car. <laughs> One or two anachronisms here, Alan. <laughs> no, it's a godforsaken night in some backwater dive of the fairy tale yesteryears. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> fucking another... It's another Howard Long classic sentence, to be honest. There you go, production just, manager. If you could just yeah. um, dress that set for me. <laughs> it's like... Sometimes it's like... You so can't be bothered to try, right? It's like I know you could do better than this if you if you if you could be bothered. Better than brilliant. You're just like what? It's like a, it's about a fairy tale. So it's like fairy tale past. You might just say it is in fairy tale past world. <laughs> All right. So through the torrential downfall, the, uh, what? the torrential <laughs> downfall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's a lot. It's. I mean, the torrential downfall. No, 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 blame my script that you can't speak. Of what though? Is it torrential down, downfall of yogurt? A torrential Hitler, downfall. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> the torrential downfall of the Nazi party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, society in general, or is it rain? A rickety old carriage makes its way. The driver sits atop, protected under a great hood. It's brilliant. His hood is the best thing anyone's ever seen. Sometimes people stop as he drives past and say, oh, fucking hell, look at that hood. I wish I had a hood like that. Whatever knows the best hood is Robin Hood. So he's protected (laughs) by Robin Hood, who's shooting arrows in the rain. He's got Robin Hood on his head. Get off (laughs) him! Robin Hood's shooting every raindrop to protect him. (laughs) Well, he was that good at arrow shooting, wasn't he? Mm. He was so good at arrow shooting that he could could arrow the rain off you. Yeah, famously. Yeah. Like he did that famous thing about shooting an arrow into another arrow, mm. uh, and he also shot the rain off of the driver. Yeah. Right, so yeah, he sits under, protected under a great hood, mm-hmm. driving the horses on with a whip. <laughs> right. <laughs> the carriage passes an ominous-looking tower. Ooh. 
<laughs> which is visible only with the aid of a fork of lightning. <laughs> the carriage passes a tower, which is visible only with the aid of a fork of lightning. And then a spoon of lightning. And then someone has lightning <laughs> the dinner. The aid of, yeah. <laughs> what? The aid of, yeah. Um, a fork of lightning um, illuminates a dark, ominous tower momentarily. That kind of thing. You have improved, eh? You have got yeah, better at uh, so. writing sentences and stuff. Now you do them the right way round rather than, like, weirdly backwards. <laughs> it's good to know. Like, you've, you know, some people decline with age, but you are improving, like, whiskey Incl- or cheese. Inclining. Yeah, yeah, you're inclining with age. Yeah. yeah. You're going uphill. Yeah, exactly. I've got trees on me now. (laughs) (laughs) Going uphill. Yeah, everyone who climbs a hill has trees on them. I'm a hilly incline. I don't know. A tree tree incline. I didn't say you are a hill. I said you're going uphill. Oh, right. But you're like every person and dog that walks up a hill has trees on them. Why has that that dog got trees on him? Oh, because he's going uphill. When he goes downhill, they'll fall off again. I'm not saying that everyone who walks up a hill has got a tree on them. Just me. Just you, okay. All right, fair enough. Mm. I'll give you that. You have got a tree on you, after all. Yeah, I mean, that that was the main reason I said it. <laughs> Nothing to do with hills. It's yeah. just you do wear trees on your head. I've got this tree on my head, haven't I? <laughs> okay, cut to interior carriage. Ooh. Three young men. Two are well-dressed and similar in looks. Dark-haired and handsome. Hey! It's good that I'm playing these parts then, yeah. because I'm dark-haired and handsome. Put your wig on. Gentlemen. The third is wiry looking and less expensive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll have him then. I'm a bit strapped for cash. I'll at the have the wiry looking one, please. He, I mean, he's, he's a bit wiry, but he'll do. He's from the pound shop, that one. <laughs> How much is he? Three pounds? Yeah. What? What's going on? Uh, no, no. It says less expensive in his tastes. Right. So it is correct. I just didn't get like, what? So what? He's eating a McDonald's and they're on <laughs> Fog Foie Gras? Foig, fog Foie Gras. Yeah, yeah. They're having <laughs> Fog Foie Gras. Uh, uh, Trevor, do you like your Fog Foie Gras? Yes, That's I'm quite enjoying my Fog Foie Gras. <laughs> no, no. Two are handsome gentlemen and eating gentlemen. Foie Gras. Mm-hmm. And the third is why we're looking and less expensive in his taste. He has got a happy meal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Okay, I'm... I'm really getting too old for all this. But you're my junior, William. Brilliant. You see what I've done? Exposition. Then you should really be setting me a good example. Are we nearly there yet? I haven't the faintest idea. It's a little joke there. Are we nearly there yet? Is it because he's uh, the younger one, so yeah, he's exactly. acting like a child? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's a good, good opening gag. I mean, I, I checked out the first page. Uh, anyway, yeah. this uh, maybe page and a half. Um, so there's a really brilliant joke coming up next. You're oh, gonna love it. Okay, it's terrible. Let's, let's let's move on then. It's All right. So, are we nearly there yet? I haven't the faintest idea. Wherever there may be, somewhere, nowhere, some godforsaken hole. Father would have palpitations. Round here, they probably think Jesus is a solid formed <laughs> from cow's milk. Yeah. They probably think. Yeah. Just, I mean. Classic. <laughs> Round here, they probably think Jesus is a solid formed from cow's milk. <laughs> because Jesus, and I'm going to explain this because it's not actually very clear for several reasons. Uh, one, the word Jesus 
doesn't sound that much like cheese or even cheeses. And who says cheeses? And if you did say cheeses, I mean, sometimes we do. For example, types of cheese are cheeses. But you don't say, what did you have for lunch? I had a cheeses sandwich. No one says that, do they? Because cheese is usually an uncountable noun, an uh, older brother of mine. So to they say... These are gentlemen. They, they, don't, they don't eat cheeses sandwiches. They have, like, plates of different cheeses, don't yes, they? Because they're gentlemen. But the problem is, then I used a singular verb, you see. I said, cheeses is a solid formed from cow's milk, rather than cheeses are yeah. several solids formed from cow's milk and then then made into different types of cheese, usually based yeah, on but, where they come but from. But he's not talking about cheeses, is he? <laughs> he's talking about Jesus. <laughs> So what they think round here, what they think round here is that Jesus was a man made of cow's milk, whereas we, rational people, know he was the son of God. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I like that joke because it's uh, it's meaningless. <laughs> like, good, isn't it? It's absolutely really a set, weird setting choice, up yeah. the. So, I'm, so what I'm doing here is I'm setting up these comedy characters. These are like yeah. the comedy characters, and then they go and learn about the horror. So all the horror yeah. happens in the story that they're told, and then you get to cut back to these guys going, "Ooh, Jesus," and <laughs> 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 things, things like that. Cut back to these guys going, "Ooh." Jesus, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm looking forward to that scene. That's going to be great. That's going to be up there with my favourite scene. <laughs> <I> think... <laughs> All right, so William says, uh, around here they probably think that Jesus is a solid ah, from, from ha, ha, cow's ha. milk. Yes. Brilliant. And then he has a little... Sw- he like, like rubs his... Uh, rubs his lapel and looks pleased with Squeezes himself. Squeezes his hooter. Yeah. <laughs> there, we just passed a sign. This... Is Mother Holler. Exterior Mother Holler. The rain continues unabated. The carriage heads towards a few pinpricks of light, passing a signpost which reads, Welcome to Mother Holler. A spider's web hangs limply from the sign, barely holding out against the rain. Mm. Detail. That sets a great writer apart from a rubbish one. Yeah. Most most writers wouldn't have bothered mentioning that spider's web <laughs> on the sign, but you've gone all the way. You've gone no no detail. There's know, a spider's I, web on the sign. I know why. And, and a chicken standing on it. No, I know why it mentions a spider's. Web. <laughs> okay, why? Because it's like there's like spider's webs all the way through it. There's oh really? Spooky spiders. Loads of spooky spiders in this script. Are they an integral part? Or are they just part of the yeah, background? Yeah, no they part are. Of it, yeah. Okay, next scene. The chicken, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I put that there. <laughs> it's just their little local colour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. In the 1600s, there probably were just chickens walking around all over the place. <laughs> there, weren't, there weren't as many battery cages back then. You know, mm. just loads of chickens walking around. There's 50 billion chickens in the world. Where do you think they went in the 1600s? Yeah. <laughs> just walking around, standing on signs. Finding signs to stand on. Yeah, exactly. Next scene, exterior, the Seven Ravens. Seven Ravens is the name of a Brothers Grimm story. Is it? And it, but in this, is it a pub? In this, it is a pub. Or, a, or an inn. It's the, it's the inn stroke pub of Mother Holler. Okay. So is it, that's where they're going to stay, because they're, they're just arriving in Mother Holler, right? Yes. The carriage stops outside a dilapidated tavern. <laughs> a signpost. With a painting of seven very evil-looking <laughs> ravens hangs from the tavern wall. They got capes on. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah they've got like moustaches. They're yeah, twirling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nazi signiers. Yeah, absolutely. Signiers. The three passengers emerge into the pouring rain. There were three passengers. Why'd only two of them speak? 
Is the third one just like sitting there watching them, like grinning? Well, he's that asleep. wiry one, wasn't he? That's got the poor one. Well, he was eating his Happy Meal. Okay. He had his mouth full <laughs> of okay, chips, didn't enough. he? <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's not going to speak on this page either because he's not the driver, right? Because the driver was um, on top. He's their scribe. He's not allowed to speak. He's just a, like um, a guy that takes notes for them. He's like, are, um, are you going to? They're gonna... gentlemen, and he's just scum. I mean, it seems unusual that like you get poor people. I think poor people could write, could they? So you got these gentlemen who can write, and they go to this guy, just write this down, would you? And he's like, yeah. I don't know how to write. I can't. I'm just, he's, he's I'm just, just drawing, drawing pictures. pictures. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Just scribbling. Is this read writing? that. Read that back to us, would you, scribe person? It says penis, penis, scribble penis, squirty penis, um, <laughs> big penis, Trippy penis, veiny penis. <laughs> Very, is that very, what like... we is that what we said? I think it must be. He wrote it down. It seems like we've been saying that a lot recently. <laughs> and that's why, if you ever buy a copy of um, Grimm's Fairy Tales, it's just like page <laughs> after page of penises. Yeah. The three passengers emerge into the pouring rain. William notices the sign. Good Lord! He says. The driver throws their baggage down from the carriage roof into at the wet mud. Heads <laughs> onto their heads. <laughs> they die. Right, the driver. I'll be riding through again midday on Wednesday. You can flag me down then if you're still around. With that, he kicks, whips his horses. Kicks, whips them. <laughs> he kicks, whips his horses into motion and is quickly gone. I'd like to see that. I've never seen anyone kick, whip a horse. <laughs> sounds good. Right? He's sounds got like whips a attached to his feet, is what he's saying. <laughs> okay. He kick, whips them. That sounds good. He's using his hands to, like, you know, fashion... Like, <laughs> to whittle something. Yeah. It is whittling something. It's making myself a pipe. <laughs> Kick whip! <laughs> Kick whip! <laughs> the elder gent grabs a suitcase and heads inside. William grabs a case too. And the third man tackles the rest. <laughs> Jumps on them and starts trying to get a football from them. What are you doing? Scribe, what are you doing? No, just carry them. Don't play football with them. <laughs> they're, they're suitcases, not people. Okay, I'll, I'll leave you to it then. Next scene. Interior, the Seven Ravens. A fire burns in the hearth, warming the establishment. That is how fires work. Ah. <laughs> there is air here. The fire is working because of air. That's true. You just <laughs> yeah. need oxygen. Um, hello, hello. An elderly woman emerges from behind the bar, right? Yeah. So I hope she's like crouching down <laughs> yeah. and then she just kind of rises really slowly, like yeah. smiling, like, and then says, hello, like that. I hope that's what happens. Does that happen? She right, like she's slowly, she's squatting oh, yeah, down. Definitely like, she's squatting down and hiding. And then she goes up, up, up slowly up yeah. and then goes, hello, yeah. would you like some meat? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what happens, right? Is that what happens? Definitely. Okay, let's find out. The woman is squatting behind the bar and rises slowly and then says, hello, would you like some meat? <laughs> Good joke. Uh, an, elderly lo- an elderly woman emerges from behind the bar. The black... <laughs> the black hair piled upon her head yeah. seems a little out of place. <laughs> Basically, she's got a pile of hair on her head. Right? And that seems a little out of place because who... <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Like, excuse me, old lady, I can't help yeah. but notice that you have a pile of hair on your head. That's Why? Yes, that's out of place. That should be on your knee. That's where most people have that, hair. That should be in your bin, right? That's the only place <laughs> yeah. for a load of hair, because you've cut it off. Fair mm. enough. You wanted a haircut. But then she's gone to the hairdresser, mm. and she's gone, can I keep the hair? Yeah. I'd like to pile it on my head. Worth money, isn't it? <laughs> 
So brilliant. So the black hair piled upon her head seems a little out of place. Now, the fact that you're saying it seems like out of place as well, it's like it wouldn't seem out of place if she if it was hair yeah. unless she had it cut off and then piled it on her head. Yeah. Right? So is that is that actually what happened? Yeah, because it's not hair. It's not hair. What mm-hmm. is it? We're going to find out later. Yeah. Is it Rapunzel's hair? <laughs> is that what it is? Is she been? It's this... Rapunzel. It's, it is she's Rapunzel. Got, sitting no, no, on she's her got head. Rapunzel on her hair. Yeah, yeah. Know. Because in this story, Rapunzel's really, really tiny. Yeah. And the tower she's in is this woman's head. Ruth, so she... It's Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's on this woman's head. She can't get down. It's too tall for yeah. her. That, so one, she's got woman, a... that woman is called Mrs. Tower. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And then she lets down her hair, and the mm. prince is all like, "Nice, fine. I can just get you. <laughs> I'm as tall as this woman. I don't need to climb up your hair. That, in fact, I don't think I can. I don't want to marry you, though. You're a small. <laughs> yeah, you're tiny. I don't, I don't see I, how it would work in the bedroom. I don't see much future for us. Um, ah, hello, we're the priests. I know. Priests? The woman eyes their wiry companion. Ha <laughs> ha, you... him. Huh? She wants to go on him. <laughs> oh, I like uh, that. Oh, I like oh, the... I'm their wiry companion. <laughs> oh, I like the look of your wiry companion. Can I borrow him for half an hour? Um, I was only expecting the two of you. Yes, this is our scribe, Mr. Fitch. Will it be a... No problem. There is no other guests. Oh, the hotel is empty. Aha, yes, well, I'm Jacob. At last he has a name. Ah. And this is my brother, William. Good evening to you both. You may address me as Mrs. Fox. Mrs. Yes, Mrs. Mrs. Fox. Fox. Yeah, that's my name. My first name is Mrs. Yes. She's a law firm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is a law firm. She's got three lawyers in her. <laughs> Jacob smiles and bows a little. Mrs. Fox, he says. And this ear is Mr. Fox. On cue, her hair seems to move and sprout wings. Mm-hmm. Now that's unexpected. You know, when she... I mean, I thought it was weird when she had that hair p- piled on her head. Yeah. That was weird. But the last thing I was expecting it to do was sprout wings. <laughs> you, know, you know, to be fair to you. Her head's about to take off. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be what's about to happen here. <laughs> but no, a raven which was nesting on her head, or nestling, flaps lazily down from her hair and sits instead on Mrs. Fox's outheld arm. No relation, purely coincidence. <laughs> it's a pretty good joke, actually. Good, yeah, yeah. It's just that, um, uh, I, coincidentally, my raven's called Mr. Fox, <laughs> but we're not married. Yeah. But unfortunately, she ruins it because she cackles with laughter at her hilarious joke. It's the next day. She's like, oh, look, oh, me. I don't know how she'd laugh. How does a West Country old. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Why do you do it like that? <laughs> she says. <laughs> yeah, 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 does that work? Very good. Oh, that wasn't that a good joke I just made about about the raven being called Mr. Fox but not being my relation? Actually, he's my brother. <laughs> just a joke. Jacob and William exchange looks. Mr. Fitch stands by the fire. Your scribe, is, he's got the right idea. Get yourselves by the fire and I'll fix you all a drink. What's your pleasure? You look like a brandy man. It sounds like an insult, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are a brandy man. I'm just going to make some brandy. 
<laughs> no relation. <laughs> it's my piss. So I'm not related to my piss, am I? I do work. I suppose. No, I don't suppose you are. I mean, I swear is... you're wrong. I am. It's my piss. Is my brother. <laughs> I think we're going to stay at a different hotel. <laughs> this one, oh, this one seems a little. around these parts for yeah, thousands. Well, going, going to sleep under a tree somewhere or something. Anything but stay here. Oh, Mr. Tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no relation. My cousin. It's my cousin. <laughs> it's my cousin. No relation. Oh, oh he's my brother. <laughs> we're married to him. He's my ex-husband. So this woman's character, right, yeah. is everything she mentions. Afterwards, she says <laughs> no relation, even if she doesn't yeah. call it Mister Fox. Maybe. She just, I'll just get, I'll just get you a stool. No relation. <laughs> <laughs> actually, and then it always, yeah. it always turns out it is actually it's my nephew. nephew. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Peter Stool. <laughs> um, you look like a brandy man. Yes, uh, three brandies. That would be. That's <laughs> a very real proper brandy man, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, she's just got him begged. Yeah. <laughs> three brandies from me. What about you, William? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I'll, I'll have three brandies. <laughs> Mrs. Fox stares at Jacob. He stares back. Four. Four brandies. Okay. Yes. Uh, and that, of course, means all for him. <laughs> She's just trying to upsell him. <laughs> She's just going, only three, sir. Are you sure you wouldn't like four? Maybe a bottle of brandy. Four, then. Many uh, advances on four. Yeah, five, 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 five. Yeah, so just choose a number, 50. Yeah, 50 brandies for me, all in separate glasses, please. Hey, you know what? Yes. Although, um... Although, unfortunately, this film has never been made and won't be now because Terry Gillian ripped it off. Yeah, bastard. Did have a read-through once. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, by whom? And, um... Was I there? Doing it all? No. Are you no. talking about now? <laughs> when no, you say, no, no. When you say had a read-through once, do you mean that one that started about an hour ago? <laughs> no, no. No, okay. this is a real one with, like, a... And there was no one... I mean, there's only one person... There was only one person... There's only one person there was me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that just now, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Stopped about a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. I that. So, a bit of information for you there. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> for telling me, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, uh, we only got to page three, but <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. That's still a read-through, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe not through, <laughs> just a, a bit of a read. <laughs> no, tell us about the read-through. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested. We just, we just did. <laughs> what? Okay, well, Mrs Fox... Fetches down a huge bottle of brandy and sets about locating some clean mugs. <laughs> what, are you do- what are you doing, Mrs. Fox? Oh, I'm just going on a treasure hunt. I've got a map. Um, <laughs> apparently, X marks the clean mugs. <laughs> Jacob and William join Fitch over by the fire. Uh, William looks accusingly at Jacob. They ignore Fitch. <laughs> Come on, then. Ah, oh, yes, well, I had to tell a few lies to get this interview. Such as? Well, father received a correspondence from a Mr. Grieg concerning one Lady Valen from Mother Holler, who wished to confess her sins. He wanted no part of it, said he'd never ventured into such a heathen land, so Mm. I... So you pretended to be him. Exactly. If father finds out... He won't. Mrs. Fox joins them, carrying a tray with mugs and the bottle of brandy. What be you talking about then? Not quite, but she I does hope go. You not be saying that you're not be priests. <laughs> that you ain't, you bain't be the people you say you were. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you won't be saying that you bain't be the people you say you you said you burr. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're not saying that. No, Definitely no. not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, what she actually says is, here we go. Uh, Mrs. Fox pours them all out generous measures. I'm surprised she's agreed to see you. She hasn't had a visitor in years. Jacob can be very persuasive. As a matter of fact, she contacted us. We can't imagine what for. To confess her sins. Mrs. Fox looks at him for a time and then begins to laugh uncontrollably. Um, why? She's beyond forgiveness. She's Satan himself. Good line. She's... What? Let me just check your pronouns there. So she is Satan himself. Are you sure... You've thought this through, Mrs. Fox. Oh, don't oh, you be, sure. bain't, bain't you be criticising me, young man? Oh, you know what a woman is. She's got a <laughs> flappy little ding-dong between her legs and like she walks around like, spreading like her legs and, you know, smoking a pipe. No, she's beyond forgiveness. She's Satan himself. Or possibly herself. Oh, good. He's Satan herself. <laughs> Just covering all bases. Yeah. <laughs> all pronoun bases covered. Okay, I think I've got the pronouns done. Now it's your line, William. Oh, good. Maybe like a, it's like um, I'm being especially right on having the first kind of um, transgender... Um, I don't think you know what transgender is. Transgender doesn't just mean like randomly mixing up pronouns as you feel like it. It's like, oh, oh, you're transgender, are you? Well, I hope he, her, ham. <laughs> Happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe the cat, was it Lady Valen? Maybe Lady Valen's confused about her sexuality. Yeah. His sexuality. Uh, her, his sexuality. Yeah, his sexuality. Ham. Ham sexuality. <laughs> confused about ham sexuality. I'm quite confused about ham sexuality. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I mean, even if you are, you still don't get confused by pronouns. If you're like, if you're, if you're like thinking you might be transsexual, you don't start then suddenly using random pronouns and the people. Well, she's around not you using them. Well. <laughs> it's like a game. Excuse me, I, I am potentially transgender. I haven't quite decided yet. So could you occasionally use he and occasionally she when you talk about me? Is that okay? Yes, okay. Thank you. Maybe um, she was pre-op when the sentence began. <laughs> Living off road by the time Mrs. Fox had finished the sentence. Ah, oh, shit, she's a dude now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's Maybe. Satan. Snip. Himself. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, because having your penis cut off definitely turns a woman into a man. <laughs> You're so good at science. <laughs> Snip. Himself. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, good. So, where exactly is she? Oh, she's not here. She lives in the chase. She's halfway round the world. I don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> yeah, she's she's at the doctor's having her penis cut off. So she can become a man. Uh, she's at the doctor's having his penis cut off. So, so he can become, become a woman. Um, <laughs> no, she's at the doctor's having his penis cut off. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the sentence. <laughs> what is Lady Valen's secret? Is it that her first name is Rapunzel? Or is it that she's the only person in the village who doesn't believe in cheeses? Find out next week on The Was Writer in the World. 
listening to the worst writer in the world we'll be back in a week with part two of rapunzel in the meantime we'd like to invite you to send us your plot so far a short description of what happened in this episode which we'll read at the beginning of next week yeah so you could hear your own writing being read by one of us or imagine that you you could be the worst writer Writer in the the world world. yeah (laughs) all right Uh, if you'd like to send that to us you can do it on facebook where you can find us at facebook.com forward slash worst writer show or get us on twitter at Worst Writer Show. Or you can just come and get us. <laughs> but you're going to have to find us first. Yeah. All right, see you next week, everybody. He's a stupid, suck rubbish writer. Yeah.